This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. I won't let my body outweigh, outweigh everything that I'm made of. Won't spend my life trying to change. I'm learning to love who I am. I am strong, I feel free. I know every part of me is beautiful. And I will always outweigh. If you feel it, put your hands in the air. Show some love to the new while you're there. Let's take it one day at a time. Cause you and I outweigh. Happy Saturday, Outweigh. Amy here. And my guest today is Laura Lee Bryant, who is a holistic health and heartache consultant, coach. How do you like, which do you say? Does that it matter? consultant is great. Okay. Let's do that. Consultant. <laughs> and you were on Four Things this week, my Four Things podcast on Thursday. And we were talking about helping people heal from heartache and grief, whether it's through a breakup or a divorce or the loss of a loved one or a job, even something that you held tightly that suddenly is no longer with you is, is very difficult. And I think sometimes when we're in a process of grieving or heartache, we have different cravings <laughs> and we can end up trying to get frustrated at those or pick those apart or get feeling defeated if we quote unquote give in to a craving. And Outweighs is about just bringing comfort to people that might be experiencing any thoughts like that. I don't assume everybody listening right now is grieving, but you might be one day and this is information you could keep in your back pocket. So that way, if something comes up and you do have these thoughts or these cravings, you can have this as a tool or a resource to refer to. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for having me. Yeah, it's interesting because even if it's not grief, you know, stress or overwhelm can have a similar physiological response on our taste buds and our appetite and digestion and all of that. And I think we have this connotation that all cravings are bad. But first, I think it's important to really normalize cravings anytime. Cravings are totally normal. And they're also especially normal when you are 
in a difficult season of life. So don't beat yourself up for having them. Don't beat yourself up for any decisions that you have been making. You're doing your best. I am sure you're doing your best. And with that said, we can take what feels like a very out of control craving experience and really kind of get control of it by understanding what is happening with our cravings and the different kinds of cravings, and then just consciously choosing what we want to do about it. You know, I guess I should say, sometimes you just have to go for the craving itself and that's okay, but you want it ideally to be something you are choosing for yourself because that's empowering versus feeling like the craving, you know, quote, got the best of you. So, you know. Well, that's what leads to the spiral of then it's, and it's just this, Mary, go round. Right. And you, you go in then you're, you feel lost in it. But I, I agree. It's so empowering when you get to choose and you get to almost feel proud. Yes, I ate that. Yes. yes. And I feel great totally. about it. Or you can recognize, oh, yes, I ate that. And uh, like, I'm not feeling so great. So then, woo, you learned some information. It's true. And also, it is also true that well, to some extent, especially if you have, you know, let's say you are insulin sensitive or you have an allergy or something, there are certain foods that are probably not going to make you feel great. You might have a blood sugar crash and spike and crash, um, or it might hurt your stomach. But it is also worth noticing if you have, let's say one day you, you have the donut and then you beat yourself up about it. How do you physically feel versus having the donut and being like, that donut was awesome. I enjoyed it and I'm going to go about my day. How do you physically feel? And I tend to find, and there's research for this, that you actually can physiologically have a, have a different response when you are just enjoying it and allow your, allowing yourself to be freaking human. Like it's part of the human experience, right? I mean, cravings are largely how we are wired, wired for survival to get things like sugar and fat really quickly into our bodies. So so a craving does not make you bad. No. there's. I no, love that you said normalize cravings. Yeah. There's no moral assignment with food, guys, like ever. It's not a thing. Like there, And there's no wagon. There's no on the wagon, off the wagon. Like we give food way too much power when we, when we kind of anthropomorphize food and turn it into this person that can like do things to us and has qualities. It's just food. And sometimes the most nourishing thing, like I said, is to just have the donut. So- Going back to initially when we are under stress, overwhelm, grief, there are lots of different ways that we can have cravings. Some people tend to have more salt cravings, but I would say the most common that people find is going to be a combination of sugar and fat. It's probably going to be the primary craving, you know, for things like ice cream or just fast acting carbs, essentially, you know, easily broken down, simple carbohydrates and sugars. And that is for a lot of different reasons, that can be because you are going through major, major stress. And so your body is looking for sources of energy. Maybe you're not sleeping as well. You're in fight or flight. And so you actually need more energy. Go, your body thinks it needs more energy going to your blood and to your muscles to prime you for this, this difficult experience, which is actually happening internally. But our bodies kind of respond to it like we are about to go into a ring and fight. So it's totally normal that you have these cravings for sugar because your your body's looking for that energy, plus all of these stress hormones that are coursing through your body, like adrenaline and cortisol. So first of all, 
it's worth taking note. Sometimes we don't know that we're stressed until we notice what we're doing, the decisions that we're making. So you may not even know that you're stressed and overwhelmed, but all of a sudden your sugar cravings are through the roof. And then maybe it's time to look and see, is there a source of stress that I'm not even aware of? But again, there's no judgment. There's no good, bad or right or wrong. It's just what serves you. So first, just understanding that it's normal. It's natural for your cravings to ebb and flow. It's normal to have them. It's normal to be obsessing over them and thinking about them. I mean, one of the other reasons when we're grieving that we have these cravings for these uh, hyper palatable foods. So, you know, foods that contain sodium, MSG, sugar, fat, all of that, these hyper palatable foods is because it's a coping and numbing device. Again, totally normal. You're not doing anything wrong. This is part of the human experience of grieving is that we we look for ways to cope and numb and food that has a quick reaction in our bodies that that gives us that hit of dopamine really quickly. Of course you want that. Of course you do. You know, like we all do. It's okay. You you haven't you haven't made a mistake because you are biologically wired to want to self-soothe and that's a really easy way and a quick way to self-soothe. Now, ultimately, if we do that more than we put some nourishing foods in our bodies, it's not going to help our healing process long-term. But I think the most important thing is to understand that there are different types of cravings. Ask yourself what type of craving this is. And then again, just consciously choose. That helps with such self-awareness. And I think awareness is so key. And it can be the first step to unlocking so many things and giving yourself that permission that it is okay that I'm feeling this. It is okay that I am craving this. And on Thursday's episode over on Four Things, we we talked about, you know, if you have loss of appetite. So y'all can go back and listen to that episode um, with Laura Lee if you want to hear what's going on with that and how I just thought it was fascinating in that episode when you shared that your body has so many other things going on that it's worried about that like, it, you might not be hungry because it doesn't really have time to digest anything. Mm-hmm. It's busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have other heartache and other things that it's tending to. So everybody's body responds in such a different way. So I think another thing too, when you're going through uh, something difficult and you're also navigating a potential eating disorder or body image issues is you may look at how other people handled it. Oh, well, when that person was grieving, they lost weight. Or when that person, so therefore, why am I maybe not doing that? Or you start to look how other people's bodies handled grief. And I just want to remind you that everybody's body is totally different. And you cannot look at how someone else responded to grieving and food and exercise and all the things and think that that is going to be exactly what your body needs. Yeah. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts 
as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs, and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. The Hyundai Santa Fe becomes available early 2024, so get on it now before all the good camping sites are full. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. One of the difficulties, if you, especially as a woman, if you've ever had a history of eating disorder, disordered eating is that when you lose your appetite for a while and then you lose weight, a lot of people, women in particular, have resistance to gaining that weight back because then you go into sort of revenge body culture. Um, but remembering that that's not sustainable and that's that was a that was a stress and a grief response for them. And then, you know, they have to mentally navigate getting back to a healthy weight. And that's not a fun process to go through either, you know. So asking yourself, like, one, seeing that everyone's journey is different and realizing that as much as you can try to nourish yourself from the beginning so that you're not ping-ponging is actually can be a blessing, huge yeah. like this is a, a tool to have that you can know if you if you can understand it that's why i said the awareness is so key if you can understand at least this piece it helps navigating all the other pieces mm-hmm. if you're numbing then you're not feeling what's really happening and then it's just going to take the whole process it's going to take you longer and yeah. i've been there i speak from experience there is no me judgment too. when i say this like it's taken me years and years and years to heal from certain things because of all the numbing that i did with food and purging and exercise, like all the different things to distract myself. And so if that is you, this is your journey and you will figure it out in the right time. And maybe this is a conversation that you needed to hear to just like kind of have that light bulb go off. But ultimately it's going to take you putting in the work, but awareness is first. Yeah. And I know the initial conversation was about normalizing cravings, but also, you know, normalize feeling just super confused, right? Yeah. All the (laughs) things. Like it's okay. Right. I just, the, you know, some days maybe needing to, to go just let out a good scream because if you are experiencing grief on top of any type of eating disorder or body image issue, it's just, so exhausting mm-hmm. because your brain is already so occupied mm-hmm. with so many other things and you don't have the space for it. But the quicker you can try to find the resources and the help and the right team, if you have access to that, then you know the better off that you're going to be and that taking care of your body and nourishing it will get you to the healing point faster. But again, faster is 
relative. Mm -hmm. Just because someone else healed in this amount of time doesn't mean that you have to. Yeah. And because grief is so nonlinear, again, it's like we can't compare to other people's journeys because things may resurface for them in years, you know? And so just because it looks like someone is doing well, I mean, we hope that they are, but we can't compare because that's not fair to you because you don't know what their long-term trajectory is. And I think your point about crying is really important. One of the things I absolutely insist is that as much as you can, let the tears come when they want to. I know sometimes it's not realistic, (laughs) you know, sometimes it's not realistic, but, um, but when you can, I mean, one of the reasons I organize my, my research according to the stages of grief is because sometimes what we really need when we're in the anger phase, uh, anger stage is to scream and cry and punch pillows. There are rage room type of things. There's like one in Opryland where you can go and just break stuff. And <laughs> I didn't, I mean, I've heard of them across the country, but I didn't know Opryland had one. Oh, yeah, I actually crazy. haven't been, but I've kind of wanted to. I don't think it's super expensive. ice cubes and thrown them um, on the concrete outside. That's perfect. That's a great thing to do. My my therapist told me, or maybe one of my kids' therapists said to do it. And I was like, you know, for them. And I was like, I'm going to do it. (laughs) I've had a therapist recommend safely burning things, you know? I mean, memorabilia, obviously. Keyword safely. Safely, safely, safely. safely. (laughs) Recommended by a therapist outside safely. But all of these things do safely. But yeah, sometimes we really need to get that out. And so the food, we, we can just without judgment, non-judgmentally notice how we are being with food and ask ourselves, is there something that I'm not getting out of my system? And it's showing up in these cravings. So other ways, you know, finding other ways to express that emotion is really, really powerful. Art is a great way to do that. If you're someone who likes art, that can be amazing. Time in nature, which we've talked about, gentle forms of exercise and movement. Something that's very healing for my sister, which might not be ideal for people if you've got a lot going on around food, but if you're listening and you're in more of a recovery or you're trying to play around with different foods and feel safe with certain foods is cooking and how therapeutic that can be. My sister always talks about, oh, cooking's just so therapeutic for me. And that's just not been my thing. That's really not my route. And maybe it's because of my relationship with food. But I have to say, I made a soup the other day from scratch. And it was very healing. I'm so proud of you. And therapeutic. And so I thought, oh, the whole time I was making it, I was like, my sister's right. I mean, I was shredding the chicken and blending poblano peppers and a jalapeno and sauteed onion. And my kids don't, I think the recipe called for everything to be chunky, but my kids, I knew that they would freak out at the chunks Mm -hmm. of the peppers and stuff. So I just blended it all. So that way I for sure had the same flavor. I didn't blend the chicken. (laughs) That was chunky. Don't worry. (laughs) Well, I've followed some accounts before that recommended that. And I was like, oh, and yes, I've, I have blended meat in my very disordered days, mainly for digestion, but also I didn't, my body didn't have an issue digesting meat, but I saw someone else doing that. So I thought I needed to do it. You know what I mean? That's why it's not good to do what other, like compare yourself to what other people are doing because you may have different needs. So, and then you're eating blended meat and you're like, why? (laughs) So anyway, the soup, I found it to be very healing, which I know something you're doing too as part of your consulting and you've done cooking classes a ton in the past being a holistic chef, but do you have some new cooking classes or Mm -hmm. something coming up? Yes, totally. I actually had someone today on like a Q&A say, how do I fall in love with cooking again? And I think it's important to just note that like not everyone has to like cooking and, you know, has to cook. I mean, it's a great way to save money, but I normalize, think normalize not being a, not like, yeah, it's to be okay. in the kitchen, especially if you're a woman. Totally. A hundred percent. It's totally fine. 
Um, but with that said, it can be really therapeutic and it can be really knowledgeable. It can offer a lot of knowledge about your body, about what works best for your lifestyle and your family. So I have launched a series of cooking classes called Cooking for Heartache here in Nashville. And the first portion of the class will be talking about how you can take care of yourself inside and out, no matter what season you're going through. And then I am going to make six recipes from my upcoming cookbook, which is called Recipes for an Aching Heart. And I'm just going to nourish people and feed them in a really safe environment and they can connect with each other and ask questions. And when you register for the class, you get those recipes. So yeah, if anyone's looking for just a, a healthy way, a really safe way to spend time, if you're going through something difficult, um, you can definitely, you know, learn about the classes. Would, would love to spend time with you. Well, and people can find all the details. I'll link everything in the show notes, but llbalance.com is Lorley's website. And then your Instagram handle is Lorley balanced, mm -hmm. which the Lee is L-E-A. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. I feel like yeah. sometimes people might search L-E-E, but again, I'll link sure. it in the show notes. So Lorley, thank you for coming on four things on Thursday and then also recording Outweigh with me because I feel like food, grief, how we handle grief and heartache, it's all so tied together, mm -hmm. especially. And I know you, you were a part of Outweigh when it first launched. It wasn't even its own podcast. It was just a four-part series that I was doing on four things. And you were kind enough to share your personal journey with mm -hmm. food and body image stuff. So you were one of the people that was a part of Outweigh when it was just a little baby and we didn't know what was going to happen with it. So thank you for coming back on. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. All right. Hope y'all having the day you need to have. Bye. No one likes to talk about money. Am I saving enough? Can I buy a house? Am I paying too much in taxes? Will I be able to retire? What if you could unlock insights about your finances in less than five minutes with a clear picture of where you stand today and where your money can work harder? Now you can. Visit facet.com to take the free quiz and get your financial wellness score today. That's F-A-C-E-T.com. This ad is sponsored by Facet. Facet Wealth Incorporated is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual.